0: to the February 13th edition of You Didn't Ask For My Opinion. My name is Freddie Forte and uh, this is going to be an awesome show that we have tonight. <laughs> um, I'm really excited to be able to do this show because this one features my better half, my wife, Robin, and uh, some of my friends who I've known for, wow, going on uh, maybe 12, 13, 14 years. Um, I'm pretty sure that's not accurate either, but uh, you know, somewhere around that range. Now, keep in mind, everyone that I bring along, um, no one claims to be an expert, just individuals who um, have been in relationships, are currently in relationships, and just want to share their advice um, and thoughts on relationships. So sit back and relax, and uh, hopefully you enjoy. You didn't ask for my opinion. All right, welcome to another episode of you didn't ask for my opinion and this one this part of the episode this segment is for the lovers <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man i love doing that my wife gets a kick out of that when i make that little sound or whatever speaking of which um for this episode i am bringing on a uh, very special guest for this part of the segment and it is my beautiful wife robin um robin say hey to everybody
1: hey
0: (laughs) Uh, my beautiful bride and i have been married for almost six years now and uh we've been friends since 2011 um and we actually started our relationship towards the end of that year and uh, we've been together ever since and uh you know it's been an awesome awesome journey awesome ride uh we are blessed to be the parents of two little girls. Um, I've mentioned before, I have a four-year-old and we have a two-month-old. Uh, she actually had her shots today. So if you hear random crying in the background, we are not neglecting our child. Um, she's just a little fussy right now. So, uh, you know, and that's kind of why we're doing the podcast now because, it you know, it, it uh, factors into our everyday life. And so we wanted to just be real and raw and uh, just share a little bit of our world with you so that's what we're doing today so um you know robin we've you've been stuck with me for almost six years now no regrets you, you're not wanting to you know return me back to to the store or anything like that you good or like how, how are you feeling almost six years in never
1: Perfect every
0: day. Okay, cool.
1: <laughs> because
0: you said never, and I'm like, how does that really answer the question? But uh, I, I, I got you. I never you. want to
1: return
0: you. Oh, okay, cool. But you did say it was perfect every day, and I'm, you know, and I I love you, and I appreciate that. But I know me, I've lived with me for almost 35 years. Nothing about me screams perfection, so, you know, I am a difficult person to live with. Uh, I appreciate that, you know, I'm kind of honored that you feel that way. Wait, uh, wait, wait,
1: but you didn't hear the sarcastic undertone.
0: Oh, I heard it. I'm ignoring it, but uh,
1: (laughs) that's how our relationship works.
0: There it is. We are highly sarcastic with one another, we're extremely rude with each other. We tag each other all the time on, you know, crazy Facebook posts and stuff, whatever. But I mean, more than anything, we're just we're we're in love, you know. And uh, it's just it, it's an awesome feeling. that's just to have someone that knows you inside and out, and you know, despite your imperfections or you know anything that you have going on with you, um, that person you know sticks with you, you know, like the Val say for rich or richer, for poor, and sickness and in health, you know, till uh, death do us part. And so, uh, you know, I, me personally, I'm I'm blessed to wake up next to you every day, I'm, I'm blessed to go through life with you, I'm blessed, you know, to have these babies with you, and, uh, you know, I'm kind of glad you feel the same, you know? I right do. Yeah. So, like, what do you feel is one of the reasons why, you know, I mean, it's been five years, I mean, you, you know, you have couples who have been married for 10, 15, 20, 40, 60, 70 years, I mean, we're, we're still fairly new at this, but what do you think has been The reason why we've been as successful in our marriage, um, you know, as we have been so far.
1: I think, at least for me, I always remind myself that it's a choice every day.
0: Yep.
1: You know, to love you. And I think you probably do the same thing. Because not every day I do want to love you. Sure. I'm sure sure you feel the same way. Um, But you fight through it. And I'm choosing that over... Or an argument or whatever I'm choosing to see the goodness in you, I'm choosing to remember why I married you and um, yeah, that it's not going to always be perfect every day that's
0: a beautiful answer, I love that and, <laughs> funny story, I didn't tell you this you probably won't like it but in the midst of you know having to talk to some of my students today because they weren't making good choices and you know uh, I don't even know how I got on the subject but I just talked about you know Somehow I started talking about oh no. I was talking with the kids. <laughs> these boys weren't letting the girls back into the room. I was like, boys, that's rude. You need to open the door for these girls, you know. I don't care if you if you're flirting with them, messing with or whatever. It, it doesn't matter. Be respectful, be a gentleman, yada yada. But then I was like, look, I love my wife. And I know you guys, you know, sometimes these girls, whatever, get on your nerves. Look, I love my wife. We've been married almost six years, and she gets on my nerves all the time, every day. And they were like, oh, I can't believe you said that. I was like, Look, kids. I get on her nerves twice as much as she gets on mine. It is what it is. That's yeah. just, that's how it is. We're, you know, we love each other, but we get on each other's nerves. And that's just how it is. And like, it's nothing, like, there, there's nothing wrong with my wife. I think the biggest thing is she's so, like, passionate about things that sometimes um, she'll worry you know should worry about the kids and make sure you know they're safe and all this other stuff whatever and sometimes you know for me it might be a little excessive and that's when i'm just like oh my gosh woman it's okay everything's okay i promise you we're gonna be all right the kids are all right um that's what i say you know it's like oh goodness you know but overall like i mean there's i can't think of one thing that's like you know wrong with you and i mean and i'm not yeah, exactly like okay right there like you know just copy what i'm saying like what what, what like you know like you don't there's know, there's nothing we're wrong with po- either. We're a, look, we're on a podcast right now. Woman, let me just anyway <laughs> there isn't anything. And like and that's a big thing too. When, you know, you think about it. The reason why, you know I, I know from for me, the thing that makes us go as much as we do, um, is in in addition to choosing to love one another, we choose to fight for one another. Yeah. And you know, like Sometimes we'll be like old couples who argue and and fight or crack jokes and things like that. And we we see each other and I know her heart. I know how she really feels about me. So I I, I never have to doubt or question whether or not, you know, she's real or sincere. And that's what I do love. So for me to, you know, I don't have to venture out and try to figure out whether or not, you know, I need to find another love. Because I know this one right here is the real deal. And, you know, it's, it's a blessing. I've never been with anyone um, as long as I've been with her and I have no intention of you know changing that anytime soon or ever Um, but the biggest thing is I think for us is because we're willing to fight for each other like you know she said love is a decision it is a choice and it's something you have to do every day if you automatically think oh yeah things are going to be okay and you don't make the choices to you know do what you got to do you'll fail you know I mean we've hit those points to where it's like you know what I don't want to love you. And we've seen the consequences because of it. It's, you know, if, if the person is worth it, you fight, and you fight with everything within you to make sure you know it lasts. Now, granted, we're not experts. We've only been married for five and a half years. Um, we're just speaking off what works for us. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's a lot. And we've gone through so much together that it's been an amazing journey. Um, just to see how god has blessed us to get to where we are you know we we robin has been pregnant three times in between the two babies we have we lost one uh in a mid carriage miscarriage sorry early on into the pregnancy and uh that was a rough moment for us and i know i'm speaking even though it happened you know to you it happened to me as well but you know what i mean um i know a big thing that got us close i mean that was right around the time the hurricanes were hitting in florida south florida um we didn't have a lot of time to grieve. We got on the road and went to Atlanta. And uh I mean that was that was rough having to deal with that, you know, dealing with the tragedy that was coming up, you know, um with the hurricanes and stuff whatever, but we just we didn't argue, we didn't fuss, we didn't fight. We just held on to one another. And that's kind of what got us through that. And that, you know, that whole year um the end of 2017 going into you know 18 or whatever was a strong year for us just uh, based on that alone just being able to be there for one another and just you know push through because i i can't see us making it have we not you know had god and you know and each other in our lives you know if we were any other uh couple or something like that that could have just completely destroyed our relationship but it didn't and i've heard a lot of stories of people splitting or you know uh, separating from one another because of miscarriage because it's just too much to bear and my heart goes out to those people because that's rough, it is. Um, remember the reason why you fell in love with the person that you you know, said that you'd say I do to. And just keep that in mind and, and fight for that person. If there's anyone out there that's sitting there like, you know what, I think I'm ready to throw in a towel, don't do it. I mean, that person, that you're looking into the eyes even if you're frustrated or angry with that person I'm telling you it's such a beautiful and amazing thing to see God reconcile a a relationship and just pull you through it you look at each other and say you know what there were times in my life where I felt this way but God has just made me has made me fall in love with you even more and I just I'm so blessed to still be with you and and to go through these things with you you know I mean, like. Why don't you talk a little bit? I've been talking for a minute.
1: (laughs) Well, that's also the the gist of our relationship. But I would say also, like, so, yes, we had each other during that time. Um, It was a time that only, I guess, Freddie could know what I was going through because it was also a loss for him, Um, the same loss that I had. But also in that moment and in that time, I spent a lot of time alone with God and just kind of questioning like why did you allow this to happen? Um, are we going to have another baby? Um, it was just a lot of questioning. But it was It was also honestly going to be straightforward. It was scary because I didn't know what God had for us in the future. And I know we wanted to have another child was going to happen but I spent so much time alone with him just praying and just delving into his word um, that I guess it was six months later I want to say I think it was six months later God spoke to me like not audibly but um, in a way when I was reading through scripture that he said everything's going to be okay now is the time and um, that's how we ended up with Eliana Um, the background to her name I guess I'll tell you Eliana is is Hebrew it means God has answered us and truly um, he really has answered us through this child and I look at her and I'm reminded of God's promises for us Um, she's she's a promise to us, but also my husband, when I look at him, he was a promise to me that God's fulfilled. And, um, it's just a a wonderful thing. And I think since Ellie's been here, our, our marriage, I believe has been strengthened. Um, maybe because we went through the miscarriage. I don't know. Maybe because this is our second time as parents. I don't know either, but I just feel a lot more confident as, as not just a mom but as a spouse to my husband and meeting his needs but also knowing that I need my husband um and when our kids are grown and gone it's just gonna be he and I so that's also kind of really been engraved in me too since Ellie's been here and I see like Ellie and Emmy's relationship together and how they have each other and freddie and i have each other so it's been it's really been a cool journey um so far it's being is being parents to a two-month-old and adding a adding an addition
0: so yeah i got you i feel like you mean parents to a four-year-old and adding an addition
1: right did that not come across like that
0: you said two-month-old and then adding an addition i'm like are we adding another child on top of the two-month-old that we you know just got
1: so what i meant is it's been two months Ah right since we've added her and just yeah.
0: kind of seeing okay the, the difference I don't know it's been yeah yeah you, you're, been good, you're good you're right? good I, I know I understand good. they're just sarcasm whatever <laughs> that's what it is but yeah I mean and so I've I've grown a lot um and you know I think this will be probably where we clip this but um just being with her I've grown a lot I've had to mature a lot um you know, I've had to share my feelings so much more than you know expected. You know, um, just going through a lot of things, and, and just I, you know, earlier even in my twenties, thinking that you know, like being a parent, um, it wouldn't even, you know, I I know I wasn't going to be prepared for that. Um, just thinking about a 24-year-old 20, me as opposed to 34-year-old me. And I'm not saying I got it all together now. You know, I slip up daily.
1: Yeah, I don't think we were prepared to be parents when but we came. When, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, we weren't. And we were, you know, in our late, late 20s. I, you know, I was two months away from turning 30 when uh, Emmy was born. But just thinking about where we are now, even if we didn't think that we were ready to be parents, um, the kids had a way of, like, kind of pushing us into that like all right you don't think you're ready but you don't really have a choice you got to do what you got to do and that's kind of how it's been with everything with marriage you know i I, you know uh robin and i we knew each other and um i would say probably about 10 months or so after we started dating i asked her to marry me and you know six months later we got married um and it's been an amazing journey But like, again, I saw myself, like I was still a college kid. I may not have been college age, but I was, you know, I was still a kid doing my own thing. I had roommates and stuff, you know, and I'm living with someone, you know, sharing my world with this individual. And now, you know, just going through all this stuff and it it does make you grow up really quick. Um, And I wouldn't, I I wouldn't have any other way, you know, I got a steady job now. You know, I still do all the things that I love um we communicate and and I'm able to do a lot of the things that I love and enjoy and uh, like I mean for me personally I have been blessed to know this woman and have her uh in my life in my corner right next to me by my side you know for the last you know seven or eight years and uh, like I said I wouldn't I wouldn't want it any other way and so um anyone out there wondering whether or not you know uh being tied down to the same person, you know, for life—if if it's, you know, worth it or not—absolutely. You find the right person, and for me, I don't think there's a such thing as the one. Like, oh, you missed the one. No, the one you you the one that you wed is the one that God had for you, and um, I truly believe that I found, you know, my one, and uh, you know, I it, I cannot. Think of days uh, when it was just me. I, I can't think about life before um, Robin, and I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to think about life without Robin. Um, and that's just the way it should be. You know? So um, yeah. So we, you know, we wanted to just kind of give you a little snippet and understanding of our world and everything. You know, because I could easily just tell you the story about how we met and all that stuff, whatever. But that would turn into an hour podcast itself. And we want to open the floor to some other couples. So um, stay tuned. All right, all right. Welcome back to You Didn't Ask For My Opinion with Freddie Forte. And uh, I'm really excited about this. Uh, I had an opportunity to just, you know, talk with my friends right before uh, we jump back into the podcast, and I'm really excited to hear from both of them. Um, I have known both of them, I think, since 2005. So we're, we're looking at almost 14 years of friendship here, and I actually got to travel. Wow-able. Yeah, no, right? um, and I know, right? Um, <laughs> I got to travel with uh, Jared um, my first year. We were in a traveling singing uh, assembly group slash ministry, and we actually spent a uh, whole year together on the road and you know i feel like i owe him an apology for how i behaved on the road that year but, uh, Man, i feel like i owe a lot of people apologies you know for my behavior but it is what it is um but you know he's a good stand-up guy and uh during that year he uh met uh, well i wouldn't say met but he uh fell in love with the love of his life his uh, beautiful wife erica And uh, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to take away from their story. I'm going to let them do that. But for, you know, just for everyone listening, um, Erica, Jared, why don't you guys introduce yourselves and uh, we'll kind of take it from there.
2: Yeah, thanks, man. Um, I'll I'll just start out. uh, I'm sorry, too. (laughs) I I just I want to say that, man. I know you had to put up with a lot uh, when we traveled the road. You know what? You never really truly know someone until you're stuck in a van with them for nine months out of the year uh and uh and it was an awesome experience yeah uh same way that uh i'm
3: not apologizing for anything i'm just saying
2: well you weren't there on the road
3: i'm just saying i'm good
2: yeah she's good she's good uh we she got to hear all the stories that i was like i just don't understand like i i feel like i i'm doing everything right i knew i wasn't but you know uh, yeah, so the same way me and that you know Freddie met, we had a, a great opportunity to be part of a uh, nonprofit. It was a both a religious and an educational nonprofit, and uh, we we got to tour the country together. But during that time, me and Erica met, developed a friendship, and uh, and that's kind of it's ancient history now. I mean, we do feel old. We just re- realized today how long we've been married and how long our friendships have, uh, have lasted with some of the people in that organization that ministry we were a part of so it's pretty crazy so yeah we met there and uh it was it was fast we uh we started dating december 27th i had the ring in february we were engaged in may and we were married before our one-year anniversary wow. so yeah and that
3: was
2: That's crazy. how to do it babe. Fist bunk. Yeah. Fist bunk. <laughs> yeah. For sure, just like we knew, we knew. I'll hand it over to my uh, lovely wife to kind of talk about how we, you know, got married and all that good stuff.
3: Yeah, we had a good time. So he, you know, saw me in a tank top and a pair of shorts, and that was it. So
0: (laughs) I won't lie; like she's she's right. Hey, that's that's fine, man. That's fine.
3: that's why we needed a a quick engagement right there um so yeah so we've been married for 12 years now and we have two little girls and one on the way so we have a a nine-year-old a seven-year-old and then a bun in the oven so
2: (laughs) another girl another little girl
3: oh the hat trick nice uh, yeah so -hmm. that's gonna be fun it's gonna be a lot of fun (laughs) Can hear the sarcasm in my voice <laughs> well, we're just
2: you know we're entering the years where the nine and the seven year old are really coming into their personalities even yeah. more and we just know that as soon as hormones kick in <laughs> uh we right. in trouble yeah <laughs> we're, we're gonna need to seek some extra counseling at that point
0: so. i hear you bro i i teach a good you know 500 um nine to 12 year old you know students um like every two weeks so i get it and i'm just sitting here like what like i mean it's not i never question what i do because i love being able to teach and stuff but i'm just like how am i doing this and i'm just like i just don't get
3: i'm gonna start praying for you bro seriously because god bless you
2: (laughs) yeah we knew after touring the country like public public education was not for us Yeah, we just knew it. Yeah. We're great with church ministry. We see them once a week, and then we pray for them throughout the week. It's fantastic.
0: Yeah. And then
3: we hand them over to, to you teachers yeah. to do to, to the work. Right.
0: That's kind of what I do. So I mean, but, like, what I do love uh, really quick about being able to teach, because, like, you know, I teach you know, general music to kindergarten through fifth grade. And, um, you know, I have yeah. them for 45 minutes, you know, kind of like the same amount of time for an assembly. Like, it's really funny how God works. But I do 45 minutes, have them yelling and screaming and playing instruments and everything like that. And I just send them right back to their, you know, their teachers. And that's the one thing that awesome. I get a lot of critique for. You, you, I don't know what you're doing in this classroom, but my kids will not shut up when they get back into the room like i'm not sure what you're doing but knock it off and i just look at it and smile <laughs> and say no i'm like nah you know, I, I, I love being able to do what i do and you know it's it's a lot of fun but yeah they wear me out and then of course i have to come home to a you know very hyperactive four-year-old who's just on the same level um and it's just like you know i mean i love it i'm blessed but i'm exhausted so i can only imagine with you having a nine and a seven-year-old that you're just right there with me if not worse so yeah, good sir.
3: Oh, yeah. They are, they are something else. They're a hot yeah. mess.
0: They're a blessing. Yeah. You know, they remind us
2: of ourselves. Yeah. And then we go, how in the world did our parents Right. <laughs> you know, maybe not Erica. Maybe she doesn't feel that way so much. She was a good yeah. kid. Like, I hear all the stories. I just look back and think about me. And I go, man, I'm reaping <laughs> what I sowed. I was a little liar to my parents. Guess what we got?
3: Yeah, you a lot, babe.
2: Yeah. So... It is what it. So it's growing pains of understanding that. But you know what? God gives patience yeah. in that because I go. You know what? I am glad I survived as a kid, after all the stuff right. I did. So I should just help this this young little girl understand grace and mercy, and uh, because otherwise she's going to look back and wonder uh, whether or not she. You know, I loved her during this time. Okay. So <laughs>
0: yeah, I I hear you there, man. And that, that's a good point too. Yeah, I, I'm sitting here, and I, I think about, you know, because me, I was totally fine with whatever, you know, God gave us when, you know, Robin found out we were having a baby. But, like, looking at my family, because we have, you know, we have I have four older brothers, and actually, you know, I actually got to, not that I got to meet him because we haven't met him yet, but, like, he messaged me over Facebook, like, two, three years ago, uh, my the brother that's right over me in age. And, you know, out of nowhere, like a long lost brother. And so, like, I know officially I Whoa. Have, you know, four, um, you know, four older siblings, you know, my youngest brother and then my my sister Madison. Um, but, yeah, like it was just crazy how it just came out like, he, you know, same profile, same facial features, everything like I knew he was my brother. It's just really funny how out of the blue you know, it happened. But, you know, so my dad had five boys, and you know, and, and a girl. And I'm sitting there thinking, OK, great. So that means I'm probably going to end up having like a tribe of sons and everything like that. First one was a girl. I was like, okay, you know, I wasn't really expecting that guy, but obviously, you're doing that for a reason. And you know, I was like, okay, I'm really glad you gave me a girl first. Um, uh, you know, I'll definitely, you know, be able to love and appreciate her and appreciate being a father a lot more. Um, go ahead and bring on the son bam another girl i was like okay so i'm like obviously i didn't (laughs) learn the lesson that you were trying to teach me this first time so you know okay that's fine so you know the second one i guess it is what it is and so you know lord willing we have another child i'm just like whatever it is you know that so be it so that way if you know when it ends up being another girl um i'm just (laughs) i'm just over it you know i'm not even tripping about it anymore but Yeah. No, just feel honored that God
2: would entrust you with the hearts of those little girls. Like that's what people have told me. And like, I've really just taken that to heart of just like, I make awesome girls. Well, at least I hope so. (laughs)
0: Um,
2: They are awesome. And, you know, I know that they're going to be world changers one day. Um, And it's awesome to be a dad of girls, you know, and I don't I don't regret. Any of that people will say, you know, well, aren't you going to try for that boy? Don't you want that boy? And I'm just like, I'm, I'm just happy. I'm so happy to just have kids to be honored with that privilege and that opportunity.
0: And I'm not just blowing smoke like I really do feel yeah. that way. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and I get that. And I feel that completely, you know, I mean um, you, I, I have no regrets. I'm not I'm not upset. The initial, you know, this, you know, finding out and discovering it, because my wife found out before I did um, uh, cause I was working at a camp at that point and she called me. And so I was on the phone and she said it in like, you know, I kind of had a collective sigh, you know, like uh, internally, like, okay, here we go, two girls, and so, you know, and seeing my wife is just full of joy, and crying, and everything, and just happy, and it made me think, you know what, that's extremely selfish of me to sit there and say, okay, you know, how am I going to love this child, I I love my little girl, you know, I love both my girls, but just to be able to sit there and look at them, and again, um, to be able to raise them and, and let them know what, you know, love for my father is so they don't have to look, you know, uh, look for some other young punk to try to show them what love is and stuff like that. I'll take that every day of the week. Um, I yes. love mm-hmm. being a father, you know, to girls. And uh, again, if that's, you know, if that's what God has equipped me for and it's all girls that I, I raise, all right, so be it. You know, I'm, you know, you know, I'm raising these uh, girls to become women, and again, look and trust me uh, to be able to lead them, so they know what a leader looks like, and you know, and that's what they they search for, and that's what comes to them or anything like that. Yeah, I'm I'm all for having that responsibility. So yeah, I mean, it, having kids definitely changes your perspective on everything. Having two girls, especially as a man, definitely changes your perspective on everything. You know, I try to monitor oh, yeah. how. How I talk, even if I'm not saying anything crass to begin with, but I just monitor what I say around my, you know, around my kids to make sure they know and understand, hey, you know, a real man won't say or, you know, talk or do or something, you know, a certain way. And so, I mean, it's just it, it does make you. Have a different perspective on how to do things live and handle things and so you know i'm all for it it definitely you know having these girls definitely matured me a lot faster you know than i expected at the (laughs) time the speed um you know when we first started having kids but yeah, yeah it was good okay good so um so we know a little bit about you you guys have been married for a while you have uh two um two here one on the way and uh you know you've you've been married for you know, over a decade, and uh, you know, I don't even know what the average is on marriages, and so I'm not even going to pretend that, like I know. But still, um, we've been married for almost six years ourselves. Uh, come March 9th, and so you know, we we've been going at it for a while, and um, it's been a blessing. And during our segment, we shared what made what we felt like made our you know, our marriage is success. It's not like we're experts and, you know, and you guys aren't either, but you know, each other, you're experts at knowing each other, at least for the time that you've known each other. So my question is, you know, you've been at it. Um, you, you've been married for, you know, for a long time, what would you say would be, um, some of the reasons as to why you feel like your marriage is as successful as it has been?
2: I'll let my wife answer first. (laughs) Nice. that's yeah because that's one of the the things you let your wife go first
3: well uh i know that for you know some people every marriage is different every family dynamic is different so you know not everybody that's married will have kids um you know so time is time management is different but that's one of the biggest things for me i'm trying to keep this pg here but like Alone time with your spouse is super important. You know, regular alone time, quote unquote, cuddle right. time is is super important um, because that connection um, is just uh, something that grows you as a couple and, and whenever you're disconnected. And, and that may be different for, you know, couples that... Have different love languages, but you know, especially for couples that are physical touch. If you haven't read the Five Love Languages, that's a great book, and it's it's great to know how your spouse receives yeah. love and how you receive yeah. love. Um, but that's that's ours is physical touch, and so you know we need to be together, um, and have alone time together, and make sure that we're putting each other first, even when you know our kids need us. You know, obviously we love our children, but um, you know our spouses are important and we should make sure that we're, you know, fulfilling their needs and, and spending time with each other. So that's, that's my
2: top one. In the same breath, you know, as Erica said, you know, uh, making that time for ourselves, making time for each other, it's, it's letting our kids know that our marriage comes first, you know, and, and I cannot express the value of that completely. Um, That in the, in the freedom I feel And looking at both my daughters, no matter how old they've been and just said right now, mommy and daddy are talking and we will, you know, we'll, we'll talk to you in a few minutes. Or, uh, you know, if it's you girls, like right now, you're just going to spend time playing with each other because mommy and daddy need to have a conversation or we need to have a conversation. Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Just made a PG 13. (laughs) You know, um, but uh, when, when those times come and you are in the midst of life and busyness and schedule and people so often make their kids their life, um, we've known from day one because uh, one of the successful things for us was having premarital counseling. And we had an amazing person, a man, man of God in our lives speak into it and say, you need to make sure that you put each other first. Uh, straight out of Philippians chapter two, this is a verse actually from today, it says, look out for the needs of others. And just at the heart of who Christ was, he put the needs of others before himself. And as we are looking at mine and my wife's needs, we're looking for this relationship first, because that's how God intended it. He created us for, he created us for a relationship with him and for a relationship with others. And if that, that person in our lives, that premier relationship is our spouse, And uh, one of the things that we've always said is that we want to uh, show each other the greatest love we will ever know apart from Christ. And the best way that we can do that is to make sure that we're making time for each other as much as possible. Now, it's not always been perfect, right, babe?
3: No, not at all.
2: Yeah. And, I mean, one of the reasons, me. Um, (laughs) You know, I... Yeah, because so often, you know, I, I look at it and go, well, the best way for me to show love is to work is to work hard and to put everything I am into my work and to make money and those types of things. But uh, Eric has taught me numerous times and says, I would rather have you here than have all the money Yeah, and just to make sure like we don't sacrifice our marriage for money. We don't sacrifice our marriage for opportunity. We don't sacrifice our marriage for our kids, um, or other family members. And, uh, that's been a journey. That's been hard. Um, uh, because naturally, uh, we just think because our spouse is our spouse. Well, they know how much we love each other. Right. <laughs> right. <babe? laughs> you got to
3: show me the, show me the love,
2: show me the, yeah. Don't <laughs> show me the money. Show <laughs> me the love. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, you I'm showing the money is also yeah. good. I get it. Um, but uh, even apart from love languages, which are important, um, and and knowing knowing your spouse is really just understanding uh, the the level of the, my wife hinted at it. So did I. Of just that level of intimacy does not come if you are not honest with each other. And so I'll I'll just kind of segue into the next you know thing. Is probably honesty is huge for us. You want to talk about that?
3: Yeah. Just having open communication is, is huge. And I know like, that's probably, you know, cliche. Cause along with that c- comes like, you know, like, you know, your best friend growing up, like you would tell your best friend everything. Right. Well, it's the same thing in a marriage. Like I married my best friend and I know like that may sound cliche, but it, it really is like, I like hanging out with Jared like yeah, you do. <laughs> I like you know like we laugh together we have fun together but also along with that like if you're not honest with each other then you know then you don't really know each other so you have to have that honesty and that open communication um, in every area whether it be finances whether it be in the bedroom whether it be about your children you have to have those open conversations with each other um, and and keep it real
2: Mm -hmm. honesty is huge for us like we we tell our girls all the time like we we set a standard that we don't lie to each other and I know again that may sound like crazy it's just like wait it's just a little white lie no like we don't even say that we're keeping secrets for presents or any kind of holidays or anything like that we say we just want it to be a surprise so we don't ask questions Because we do not want to put ourselves in a situation where we're going to lie because one lie leads to another and to another, even as small as they are.
3: Freddie, I don't know if you know the story, but whenever I was pregnant with Faith, I She um,
2: freaked me out, I did
3: because I I would not lie to him, but I wasn't ready to tell him that I was pregnant yet. I wanted to do like this big like reveal, you know, and um, because he, you know, he like went all out whenever he proposed and, you know surprise me by singing to me on stage yeah. in front of people and all that. And so I wanted to like have that moment where I surprised him. Well, he knew I was going to the doctor. So he said, you know, like, Hey, what's going on? And, and, you know, cause it was just a normal thing. And then that's whenever I found out I was pregnant at the doctor's right. office. And so I was like, um, they found something in my uterus and, uh, they need to, you know, see what's going on in there. And so, and
2: <laughs> that's all, she said, so, that's all oh, she said, man. And I'm just freaking <laughs> out.
3: So I, so I didn't tell him, you know, obviously I didn't tell right. him I was pregnant at the time because I wanted to surprise him. So, but even in that, like, I did not want to lie to him. I wanted to be honest, um, but not completely surprise him at the same time just yet. So sure.
2: Sure. <laughs> yeah. Honesty is, is, is a difficult thing in a world with uh, where, where moral relativism you know, reigns that, you know, what's true for me and what's what I feel is honest. And, you know, I I am the level of that morality. But man, our our words can speak life or they can speak death. And any time that there's a not truth being spoken, uh, I I feel like I'm stealing something away from my wife. Um, And it gets hard, you know, especially in the moments, because not just honesty, but we're talking about vulnerability, Um, not just saying, yeah, I'm mad. But saying why I'm mad in a situation, being able to just like be honest and say, you know what, Um, if we've been in a job situation where uh, it was unhealthy and I told my wife, like, I I don't know if I can take this anymore. And I know that that basically means like we're not going to have a paycheck. I'm Mm. scared. And being able to talk through that, like that's different than being honest and saying, um, yeah, I don't like my job. Right talking about the reasons why and my wife is uh, i won't say that she's closed off but there are times like i'm the prior i am the person trying to pry things out right. of her and get her to talk and sometimes she's just like i'm not ready but i will when i'm right. ready and and giving the space for like okay w- we will be honest with each other but right now it's just not the yep. right time and so uh just just being wise in that because man if i would There have been plenty of times that I've crossed the line. Sure.
3: You poke the lion, man. You poke the lion. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Man. So, uh, yeah, those are are some of the things that we kind of rest on. I mean, obviously, we try and do our best for making time for dates. But, man, finances get in the way. And lots of people probably have the opportunity to go out on extravagant dates all the time or buy gifts. I'm a gift giver. Uh, And um, I
3: will take those gifts. Thank
2: you. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> but maybe sometimes the gift is just going out and getting cold stone ice cream.
3: Yes. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, it's not diamonds and pearls. And sometimes it's not even flowers. Cause my wife, she, after two days of the flowers being in the house, she has an allergic reaction. All right. She starts sneezing. Oh, wow. Give
3: me some chocolate. I got allergies. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So so knowing how to best, you know, love love your spouse is is so important and um you know we we make time for each other but uh we also try and uh spoil each other to the best of our abilities but it doesn't look like the rest of the world might spoil um because we we know that uh you know our time together our, qu- our quality time together is so much more important than anything we could buy for each other.
0: Oh that's good. Man so many, so many nuggets there, man. I mean, that, that's a lot of awesome input insight, you know, just listening to you too. And I mean, and just how it all flowed out. And it's just like, it, it's obvious you guys work together as a unit. And that's, that's really good. That's really good for um, people to hear. Um, especially, we're Team Harris. Yeah. Baby. Hey, oh, it's Team Harris all the way. That's, yeah, yeah the way it should be. And I mean, that's really good information and insight for people to hear, especially those people, you know, uh, those couples who are still wondering whether or not that's the person they're going to spend the rest of their life with. And they're, you know, ready to take that step and figuring out, okay, so, you know, what's this marriage thing all about? How does this work and stuff? Um, And then you might have those, you know, those couples who have been at it and they're, you know, they're kind of on the other end of the spectrum and they're just like, you know what, I don't think we can do this anymore. I think, you know, I think it's time to call it quits. Um, And I think you've given some great insight for, you know, for, for both ends um uh, but i want to kind of circle back to you know those who you know feel like it's just not happening um if there's any advice you could give someone who might be in a mess cuz again you guys the whole you know all honesty policy is brilliant i think that's you know that is a great on, you know christ honoring um example you can set for you know those around you your kids you know your family members anyone that's kind of looking uh, there i mean I, I think that's great um But let's just say there's someone listening right now who's, you know, they're basically on their last leg and, and, you know, it's almost done so Like for them, this is it, you know. Have they not stumbled upon this podcast, you know, they they would definitely be marching into, you know, uh, a divorce lawyer's office or something like that, you know, probably uh, on Friday or something of that matter. If you had anything you wanted to share with them, you know, to kind of, not necessarily magically turn their lives around but just something to give them some kind of hope to be able to you know to fight for that person that they married what would that bit of advice be
2: i this hits a little close to home for a couple of reasons um i'll be open and honest vulnerable a little bit there have been very very close personal relationships that erica and i have um you know, had with family members, friends, that they were at that point. Um, And we looked them straight in the eye and says, you can't do this alone. And a lot of times we try and solve problems on our own and we just, we can't. Uh, We try and solve, you know, uh, years of, um, years of miscommunication and years of maybe dishonesty and years of infidelity and years of, Um, bitterness um, on our own. And it is not possible. It's just not. Um, And you've got to be willing to confront the real issues. It's not the other person. It's wherever you are. Uh, And both people in those situations have to be willing to work at it. Uh, It can't be one or the other, and it can't be, I'll work on me, And then, you know, I'll see if the other one is going to work on themselves. It's just it has to be a commitment that both people are going to work on themselves and be patient with the other. Um, It doesn't it doesn't happen overnight, but we've had a couple of different conversations with couples. One of them really close to us that we just said we confronted the issue that we saw was there and we just said, this is this is bad. And, and you guys aren't going to make it out of it unless you fix this part. And, um, and we prayed them through it and their marriage is stronger today than ever. Um, and, uh, we've also done the same thing with another couple, but they didn't work at it and their divorce was finalized just last week. It just, it, you have to do it. Nobody is going to do it for you, but you can't do it alone. You need people around you, whether that's counselors, whether that's friends, whether that's family, whether that's pastoral. Um, you know, counsel, but it can't just be uh, gossiping with friends to try and find a way around um, this commitment of marriage. And if you're in that marriage that it's just like, well, I I never really signed up for this. Well, unfortunately, uh, we're in a world that says you can just get out of it. And there are reasons for getting out of it. There, There are reasons where if I were talking one on one, I might say, you know what, it's maybe not safe. For you to be in that relationship anymore. Right. But apart from that, if it's just, I don't know if I can really be with this person anymore. That is, a, that's a pride thing. That's a, you making the marriage about you rather than both of you. So Eric, you want to add something?
3: Yeah. One thing that I've, um, communicated <laughs> is that marriage is hard. Um, even if you are in a loving relationship, you just have life comes at you and you have this ebb and flow of, you know, you know life that happens. And sometimes it's harder than other seasons. Um, sometimes you're going to have, you know, winters and blizzards, but then other days you're going to have some nice sunny days. And, uh, and you just have to realize that that is just life in general. Um, And so it's not all
2: sunshine and rainbows. It's not
3: all sunshine and rainbows, no matter how good of a relationship you have. Um, And, and the fact that like, it's going to be hard no matter what you have to choose your hard. So if you're, you know, thinking about calling it quits, like you may think that your marriage is hard right now. But you know, divorce is hard. Um, Separation is hard. Separation from a person that you've, you've been with, if there's children in the mix, um, you know, that's going to be hard. Um, being with any other person in the world is going to be hard at some point. So if you're thinking, oh, that, you know, the grass is greener on the other side, I I would be better with that person. Like, trust me, that person has their issues too. So it's not just going to magically, you know, get better because we're all imperfect people. Mm -hmm. And so, and, and whenever you say, I didn't sign up for this. Well, yeah, you did. Whenever you said for better or worse, (laughs) that's, that's what you signed up for. Um, and so, you know, just keeping that commitment and knowing that, you know, it's not always going to be hard, but it will be hard sometimes. It's not always going to be, you know, great, but it will be great sometimes, Mm -hmm. hopefully most of the times, hopefully more than not. But, um, that's always the advice that I give, um, to, to ladies that I've talked with and, and to let them know too that, man, I've seen God do some miracles, Mm. man. Like I've seen God really, um, bless and honor some marriages that have been through the fire. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I know what is possible and what's on the other side, um, because I've witnessed it. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, just encouragement of, you know, knowing that God can do miracles, um, and, and maybe he can do a miracle in your marriage. Like that enough for me would be hope.
2: Yeah. I, I would say that, you know, I've echoed some of those same things before is this as a pastor working in the local church. Um, I've seen plenty of people come through that. I looked at them and they were in the midst of their darkest hour and, um, I could see it in their eyes that all they needed was hope. And the reality is that the world is not going to provide hope. The world will surround you with people that just say, you should just be happy. And, um, you know and, and yes god desires for us to live a full life and to give us joy and peace and and love and patience and fulfillment in life but um it the reality is we can't find it apart from him and so um if he's not in the center of it uh if god's not in the center of it um even if he is it's still going to be difficult um in at some at some moments in time <laughs> But um, we've seen God do miracles. We really have. We've seen marriages restored, um, and God can do that. But people, we have to do our part too. And uh, my wife has seen me through my darkest hour. Um, but I knew that she she couldn't see me through that alone, um, and uh, and I couldn't I couldn't see myself through it alone. Uh, and so, marriage is a unity, not just of two people, but um, we're we are created with uh souls and spirits and we we truly believe that god put us together specifically uh to match and complement one another uh that's why she laughs at all my corny jokes like seriously you can't find that everywhere right right you're so funny yeah i know you got tired of them
0: man Man, i Um, just i yeah yeah keep going
2: No comment. (laughs) And so here's my wife that just laughs at my jokes, but she also understands, you know, the doesn't just laugh at me, she laughs with me and she understands uh, the things that make me tick. But that's because she's chosen to do that. She's she has basically said, I know that my calling in life is to be a follower of God and a wife first, then a mother then a friend and all of the others. And, uh, and so when we put those priorities straight, um, we're, we're going to honor God and, uh, and, and he's going to get the glory. Um, so that's all I got to say about that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, that is awesome. Um, just every bit of this, uh, you know, this interview, um, has been great. And I'm just thankful, uh, for both of you, Mr. And Mrs. Harris for just, you know, just taking some time to, You know, share your heart, and uh, I I think uh, those whoever ends up listening to this will definitely get some uh, some definitely uh, positive and uh, you know just some influential um, bits of information in there that'll definitely impact their lives for the better. So, uh, yes, uh, Jared and Erica, I want to thank you both. um, Just you know, oh, thank you, man.
2: Like it's been a blessing to catch up with you, but also to just share some of the things that are on our hearts because. Uh, we, we've had those times, we've had those moments and, you know, the, the thoughts of throwing in the towel do come, but the, uh, the, the strength of a marriage is shown by your ability to stay in the ring, even when
0: everybody else is saying, throw in the towel. That is true, man. Awesome. 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 Well thank you both very much I do appreciate you taking some time to you know just uh to speak with me on this um and I, I definitely look forward to um to seeing your family grow um you know best of luck to you on your uh, your three uh you know beautiful girls and the one, you know the one that's coming on the way and uh thank yeah you. we'll we'll definitely be in touch cuz you know uh, you definitely said some uh some things right there there's definitely um uh you know encouraging for for my marriage as well Uh, but thank you both Uh, i love you guys and i really do appreciate you taking the time to you know share with everyone
2: thanks man love you you and robin as well and your little girls and we'll be praying for you all right
0: thank you i appreciate it y'all take care
3: thanks
0: All right. So as I mentioned, that was a really awesome episode to be a part of. And I just want to give a shout out to uh, my bride, uh, Robin, and uh, to team Harris, Erica and Jared uh, for just uh, stopping by and uh, giving us some awesome things to think about. And uh, again, not an expert on love or marriage. I'm just someone who's experienced both of them, especially for over the last, you know, seven or eight years. And uh, I just really wanted to, you know make sure the episode itself was something that someone could get some insight on. So for those of you who are wondering what the next step is, uh, whether you're ready to take the plunge and join us on this side or whether or not you are thinking about calling it quits and throwing in a towel, I hope someone said something of importance for you to be able to take it and, uh, run with it. For those of you who had the moment to listen to us, uh, wherever it is, you decided to listen to us. So whether it is, uh, Google or, um, you know, iTunes or, you know, anchor app, wherever it is. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Um, if you will go ahead and subscribe one way or another. And, uh, if there's a way for you to, you know, kind of like us somewhere to kind of help boost our ratings up, you know, let's do that as well. I would like for this to be something that goes on for, uh, you know, for, you know, for, for however long it needs to, um, you know, I just want it to be something where you have an opportunity to express yourself and give your opinion, even when people don't ask for it. And so uh, my hope is that I have uh, created a platform for you to do so. So if you ever want to be one of my hosts or special guests or something of that nature, um, please feel free to send a message one way or another, especially through the Anchor app if you have that. Um, You can also go to our Facebook page, You Didn't Ask For My Opinion. We also have a private group uh, for those who um, do host for these episodes either way there's a way to get a hold of me so uh you know just share your interest there and then we'll take it from there thank you again for listening to the february 13th episode of you didn't ask for my opinion have a happy and safe valentine's day deuces
1: Ba ba da ba 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 da 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 da